Who rocks mics and rocks them well, yo? It's the biz, baby, it's the biz. 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 All right. So welcome back to the biz, everyone. Uh, there's there's still COVID outside, but most people are vaccinated, and then a lot of people are really stupid. So welcome to the show, Tom from No Trigger. Great intro, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> most uh, people so, fucking suck, but here's Tom. I mean, you you live in Worcester. I'm sure you've seen your fair of suckage. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, you're from Worcester, you suck, so you get it. <laughs> Bye, a lot so of every, how you doing? Every, every time you come up, people just refer to you as the mayor of Worcester. Yeah, man. It's been, uh, I think I transitioned in over the, you were just at my house, and I yeah. now think of myself as the senator of Worcester. <laughs> nice. nice. House, this house, is a, it's an old house. It's a, from the 1850s, so. I feel like the windows are huge and it's like really tall ceilings. And I mean, not going to lie, old, it's, pretty, old it's a spot, pretty dope house. It's fucking, <laughs> I feel like the senator, yeah. I used to be called Mr. Worcester, <laughs> the mayor of Worcester. As uh, long as you're moving up. Worcester, as long as you're different. moving up, that's all that matters, you know? I'm a long haul Worcester dude, let's just say that. So Proud of it. 15 years since Canyoneer came out. Yeah. And I was on Instagram and I saw a post about the Canyoneer vinyl. And you said that it should cost $5,000 if someone resells it. Yeah. Well, that was part of it. Well, yeah. Explain, explain to the people at home. The part. (laughs) So we had a 15 year anniversary coming up this year and i was like what do we do and i was like nothing (laughs) like we'll do nothing and by that i mean we'll make it clear that this one small pressing of our kind of most famous record uh (laughs) on vinyl uh it was only a thousand it might have been 500 it was canyoneer on clear through ice cream records Nitro Records didn't want to do vinyl. They definitely (laughs) uh, missed a lot of cues on the old record business uh, when we were on signed to them. And uh, one of them was not putting out vinyl when everyone wanted it. And so we signed, we did this little side deal of uh, Clear Canyoneer on uh, I Screen Records. You know, they did like a lot of like kind of really brutal, like New York hardcore. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was that kind of thing. And uh, so we made a thousand of them, we're going to say, might have been less, but, uh, and we're like, what do we do? And everyone's looking for those, those records because we've never repressed it. Um, it's been a thing like that's kind of swelled over the years, like especially in the last like four or five years, like people like, I mean, everyone's like, anniversary of records have come up within the last like five years. And every time the anniversary comes up, sure. they go, we're going to repress it. And yeah. you would think <laughs> that that's what you would do. Yeah. So we said we're like our the, the total the whole thing is that we're never going to repress that record ever on vinyl. Why? Meaning, 
the the uh, the supply is the supply is limited and finite. <laughs> Why wouldn't so, you repress it? Um, because it's funny to do what we just did. Like, and we can't repress it now. This zero, like we would lose all all shred of cred. So we're never repressing it. And instead, we told everyone who has one to never sell their copy for less than five thousand U.S. dollars, because but, that's like, how it works, baby. <laughs> that's just well, fucking. I just, all right, so like, and for, for what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like, okay. Did you ever try to repress it? We did. We what had happened? the idea to repress it in 2017 on Bird Attack. I even paid money and we had new artwork made for the record and uh, it, because we lost all the artwork. So that's been a thing. Like it has never been artwork. So I think it, like it was on a computer of mine and Richard Menino Horse Bites who did the artwork, he's awesome. Uh, he's in New Mexican Disaster Squad. No friends. He's the best dude. New, he, I saw New New Mexican Disaster Squad back in the day at like Avalon. I think I forget who they opened for. And the, yeah, was I was there. Epic. I yeah. was at that show. They opened for like yeah. It was someone. It, it was like against me. I think it was against me or something. I, I think you're. I think they were. Was. They were yeah, fighting the crowd. They were spitting on the crowd. Yeah, I saw them <laughs> open for less than Jake too. Oh, sick. Like, they they had a lot of cool connections to Richard and everyone. So, but yeah, band. he he got his like laptop stolen that had our artwork on it from 2006, and uh, so that was gone. And I never, you know, it was in like some old email that's I don't know, it's gone. So it's gone. And so we had new artwork made, and um, it came out cool. It was totally different style of the same like image, you know. Right. But um, something was like, ah, it just didn't feel right at the time. It was like right when we were putting out adult braces too. And it was like, I don't want to step on either of them. Like they should right. be two separate things. So I kind of canceled it. I was like, nah, it doesn't feel right. And it was weird. And I had to get my money sure. pay back, but it was fine. And so we did kind of go down the road. The other thing that was interesting was like Nitro Records sold their whole catalog to this like to Concord you know, Music Group Ponzi scheme, yeah, like holding company. Yeah, and Concord Con Music Group. Concord, I get yeah, and I was <laughs> I emailed the guy. He wanted like three bucks a unit plus a blah 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 blah. And it was like it was like so. It was like it sucked all the, like the fun out of it. Like it was like we just wanted to repress like a thousand copies to take on tour. <laughs> they were like, we want to make a lot of money off this band. You know? Right, it was something that they probably didn't even realize they even owned. It wasn't. We we asked like idiots and uh, never asked. You just do it. And so we just were gonna. I asked that. I asked that with those guys, like probably like 2014 or something, because it's always been a thing we thought about. But it was a, yeah. then that was like no. And then the next, the next time it was right around adult braces, and then I was like, it just didn't feel right. So we and we were gonna do it without. We're just gonna do it without yeah. asking permission again. Yeah. But we didn't do it, and so this time. <laughs> 
and uh, if anyone has one, never sell it for five thousand dollars. So I mean, all right. So not pressing it or whatever because, like, you know, it's one. It's stupid to <laughs> that you have to like get your music from some company to do it, which definitely sucks the life out of like trying to do something. Um, yeah. But how did you land on five grand? Oh man, it's I. I think it's perfect. I think it, like when I look at a copy of it, I go, "This is five thousand dollars." So that's that's how it came up. Like you look at it and you're like, "What? What is a reasonable but insane amount of money that this could actually maybe be worth?" Sure, if, sure. If the demand was high and we all bumped up the price. <laughs> You know, a couple of people put it on eBay. Uh, I don't think it's sold yet. Four or 5,000, you know. I haven't yes. seen one sell, but I, I have a feeling it will. Well. We'll see. I wanted, a, I wanted a copy so bad, right? And, like, I remember uh, I was at, like, Purchase Street Records. Uh, and Roger over there had a copy and like, I think he was, he had it like priced for like 140, like 160. And I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, I want that record so bad. But like, he was like, well, make me an offer. And I was like, I only, I want to pay like one for it. Like, that's like my top, you know? And he was like, whoa, was who's like, that? Oh, this is Devo. What's up? Devo? <laughs> Damn. Cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like, you know, and he was like, no, nah, I can't let it go for that. And I was like, all right. And like, in my head, I was just like, yeah, like, I don't know. I he was smart. Wanna... He was smart. Yeah. Well, so then like, I was like talking to Tom C and he was like, I'm so glad you didn't spend that on that record, man. Don't spend that. Like, you know, that's like way too high for that. And I was like, I know, but like, you don't see them pop up that often. And like, when I do like, you know, uh, like, it's always around there. And he's like, yeah, don't spend that, man. Like, you know, it's way too much. So, like, I didn't. Tom and then, C like, didn't see this coming. Tom C is the basis of No Trigger, by the way. Right, I'm, I'm yeah. Guitarist. <laughs> Guitarist now. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah, and so I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, I like, that's crazy to blow that much money on one record. And then I think I saw it again on Discogs for, like, 140. And I was like... Do I, I was like, no, it'll pop up for like under one. It'll yeah. pop up for under that. And then you posted that. And I was oh, like, no! this motherfucker, <laughs> like that one wasn't available on Discogs anymore. Oh, of course not. And Smash. like literally Someone flipped it. Oh, flipped it so fast. And within yeah. a couple weeks, I they're up there like, for five grand. And like, should I buy a Bitcoin for a thousand dollars? Oh, it seems a lot of money. I mean, that's just how it goes. <laughs> right, right. But like, you're not getting any of this five grand. Well, that's not how it works either. So I have five copies of this. <laughs> <laughs> so this was. This is a long game, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I am. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that guy's name? Oh my God. It'd be funny if I had it on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who created Bitcoin, Chick, um, I can't think of his name. Anyway. I, for, I, I don't remember. But yeah, you're like that guy. Very Japanese name, I can't remember. But yeah, yeah just secretly hot, hot holding the stash of him. Um, but yeah, so I just thought it would be funny. I, 
it was kind of like, you know, I saw Wilhelm scream do it with Ruiner and, and Muteprint through Creator Destructor, which is yeah. a really good way to roll out that thing. And it's exactly from heart sounds. It's our bud. Like it's like all buds all around. You would think that no. And it's like, like yeah, you could do, it do that <laughs> or <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so we did nothing. Well, I wanted a copy of the record. And I end up getting one. Whoa. But how did, how did, how, what happened? Here's my receipt. Oh, what is that? Is it, is it zooming in? Hold on, there we go. You bought it for $5,000? $5,000, dude. <laughs> I'd spend five grand. Luckily, you know, everyone at the biz who watches contributed. And we were able to like, you know, pull off like a GoFundMe so that I could get a copy of the record. <laughs> That's, that means I'm rich. <laughs> but you didn't get any of that. Yeah, but I have, you've started the chain reaction, Sal. This makes me really happy. <laughs> this, this means you might be able to flip those copies. I'm going to flip those copies. I have I'll, to talk I'll to my landlord and tell them oh, that like. great. <laughs> I told my landlord, I was like, you're going to have to wait, man. I have some things I'm going through. Right so, so really, uh, there was a GoFundMe that that did make that amount? No, I, I just was like, I want this record. you're borrowing you know? a copy. <laughs> is that a fake receipt and you're borrowing Tom C's copy? Or is that a real receipt? <laughs> we won't know. What? You know? All right. <laughs> Maybe this is a bit. <laughs> it could be a bit, but your whole bit, <laughs> sniffing a bit. I don't know if it's a bit. <laughs> I think you pricing a record for five grand is a bit. Could have been a bit, double bit. <laughs> now this is a five thousand dollar record. You, dude. I'm glad everyone pitched in and spent five grand on this bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly well now i enjoy it and you know you didn't get any it, money from it the receipt had like fifty three hundred dollars or something was there like a fee there's all right so so it was five thousand dollars four dollars shipping and then massachusetts sales tax six point five percent so <laughs> let's see yep yeah, there we go yep. there it is it's a receipt it's the it looks like a receipt <laughs> I don't doubt that it's looks like a receipt. <laughs> well, um, that's that's great. I mean, that's like that's all I wanted was to know the explanation of this. Do you remember any? <laughs> do you remember anything from those Canyoneer days of dealing yeah, with like night? Yeah, well, I like wasn't you remember... doing drugs back then. <laughs> so, so you remember everything? I remember everything. I didn't. I didn't start doing. I didn't do one drug want any besides drinking uh until i was 30 30th birthday was when i started smoking weed uh, so i remember all of that man yeah but like do you remember like anything that was like what was like the most just like biz bullshit like oh biz style yeah like <laughs> i remember well, a funny thing that i remember like super biz yeah was like I remember Mike C, who owns SJC Drums, who was our drummer, uh, 
it was kind of me and him were like the heads of like, you know, I was like, we were both like the people doing the shit in the band right. you know, at the same time. And he like had all these bigger artists that he knew from the drums. And he had like these connections to like entertainment lawyers. So I remember we got a lawyer to review like this guy, like super lawyer for like whoever bands, you know, right, like, right. the used or whoever, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> And it was like, <laughs> it was like we were on a conference call and it was like six of us in a room in his Mike P, Mike C's uh, parents' house. And we're on this call with this guy and he, we're asking so many questions. Like we were so afraid of like making the, and this guy worked for us, you know? And it was right, like, right, right. And the whole time he was yawning. Like <laughs> he was just, he couldn't have cared less about anything he was like yeah that's uh, standard (laughs) it was was just like we were so amped and he couldn't have fucking given a shit no he was like i'm gonna help these guys once and then that's it (laughs) yeah yeah so it was it was just like i think he you know he knew like we were just like super green like who knows band you know we were very young or young ish but um but biz was i i don't know we did a couple biz we didn't uh we didn't really do too much i mean we played like cmj showcase which once. is like the most that, bullshit not, thing <laughs> it doesn't we got drunk in a room we just right. played a show <laughs> you know, it's like, right right not really a i met dexter holland i mean that was probably one of like the you know he was our boss yeah yeah and now that nitro's gone we can say it but we crime and stereo had just toured through california our records came out i think the same day or very close to each other sure that year and we're both on the same label so we were like the two bands they were like here and like they they just went through california and we played with them on warp tour and we were going through california after that and they said they just backed their trailer up to the warehouse and filled it with CDs and they were selling <laughs> these stolen seats. And we did that too. Yeah, I of course. Go- I was the guy who had to like go with Dexter and all the people. I was like, and it was just the band dudes at the warehouse, the offsprings fucking stage like gear, all their back lines like lining this warehouse. And it's just right. full of CDs. <laughs> Dude. stole a lot of them um guys that That's... was a younger us you know? <laughs> labels defunct please don't sue no no trigger is coming out with uh new music soon yeah we got a new record uh in the in the can and it's a it's a doozy <laughs> I, I i you you let me hear it and uh i i enjoyed it it sounds yeah. like something you guys made for like yourselves which is oh yeah you know definitely a new it it was mostly my brain went kind of something happened (laughs) i just went (laughs) i just went with it and i'm I'm very proud of the results i'm i'm super excited oh it's very good i mean i i i enjoyed it and see what happened to my brain over quarantine there's 
there's on on the songs i have to say there's like these like just i feel like there's just like classic just kind of like subtle funny things in each one that i really enjoy yeah we spent i spent a lot of time (laughs) thinking about how to mess these things up as as good as i can (laughs) well i i can't wait for people to hear them because uh it was very enjoyable i can't wait for you to hear the rest of it because you've only heard a few and uh that's not the whole thing the rest of the record there's (laughs) that's the through line (laughs) sal yeah yeah well i didn't know there was more songs (laughs) so i thought you were just doing another ep but it's a full length i guess it's it's a longer full length than anything else we've ever done. It's more music than ever. And, and we have even more after that. We had, we wrote 22 songs and we recorded 14 for the record. So we have other ones that are ready. How much will that record cost when it comes out? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if you know any labels, get in touch with Wait, me. so like so I'm like taking, what happens I, I with your own... any label uh <laughs> what we got going on i'm you know <laughs> uh what but, uh, happens with, with the other it's... what happens with the other records though my thought is that and this is this is my i really think this is gonna happen <laughs> is that <laughs> the new record comes out and it's going to blow people's minds enough where they're going to backtrack to see that we had this very rare one. And it's now going to be worth 50000 instead of five. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it now. <laughs> I hope people it's be the get most it. sought after vinyl record of all time. Punk I, I hope that people get rich off of selling their no trigger <laughs> records and yeah everyone in the band just goes like we're, we're i'm glad you have a copy sale because that five thousand and three hundred dollars is going to be worth fifty thousand in like two years yeah but like three two. when's the anniversary of like tycoon <laughs> I, think it, I think it's next year <laughs> I'm going to start buying them now. Yeah, the 10-year anniversary is next year. <laughs> yes, buy them now. <laughs> You're going to find every every copy of that is going to fly off of Discogs right after this episode comes out. Yeah, man. All right, I'm going to end the episode here, but I do have something else to ask you after this. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's what we call the dark biz. Shit oh, that doesn't get aired. <laughs> yeah. It's a Tom. really juicy question I have right after this end. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it is. And I, I, I hope people get rich off of selling their copy of Canyon Air. And thank you to everyone that donated to my Venmo to get my copy. <laughs> Just hold. Hold everyone. Just do not sell. And if you do, no less than five grand. That's the rule. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Sal. Thank you. Thank you for checking out this episode of The Biz. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe on wherever you listen and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. You can follow The Biz on Instagram at Sal Ellington. You can buy merch at thebizbaby.square.site. 
If you'd like to donate to the biz on Venmo, it's at Sal Ellington. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next episode.